And I was home one day and my dad said to me, you know, son, you're actually like part Jewish on my side. And I went, what? And he went, my grandfather was actually Jewish. And I like hit the floor. I was like, why didn't you tell me? I was <laughs> You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2023. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life, your way, with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching. We're talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to another episode of the Your Jewish Life Your Way podcast with me, Karen Cinnamon. I love hanging out with you, chatting, connecting and having a good time together. Hopefully it makes you feel uplifted and seen and part of a very special Jewish community by listening to the podcast. So I'm bringing that Jewish community onto the road, as it were. I want to meet you live and in person in the month of May in Philadelphia. Can you get to Philadelphia? Because I would love to meet you at the Jewish New Media Festival, where I'm going to be speaking on May the 21st. I am so pumped for this, so excited. It is such a great festival of Jewish content creators and storytellers and So many great people are going to be there. I'm totally pumped and thrilled to have been chosen to speak at the Jewish New Media Festival. I'm going to be speaking all about Jewish pride through a digital lens, and it's going to be really interactive, really fun, really powerful. You're going to get so much out of it. So I wanted to tell you about that. If you want to buy your tickets, um, just head to the show notes. There's a link. But essentially, if you go to phillyjfm.org, you'll see the ticket link. And I would love more than anything to meet you there and bring our relationship into the real world. So hopefully you can get there. Today's podcast is with the program director of the Jewish Film and Media Festival, Matthew Bussey. He is a really fabulous guy. And obviously, I met him when he invited me to be part of the festival. And from the first meeting, I thought, I love this guy. He's great. What a character. What a personality. I just thought he'd be wonderful for the podcast. He's got a really great story, actually, his own journey to Judaism, which actually brought him full circle to revive his family's lost Jewish roots. He spread so much Jewish pride and joy to the world. I really think this is worth listening to for so many reasons, our conversation. And also, if you're interested in digital storytelling and Jewish content creation, this one's for you. But Anyway, you're going to love Matthew's story. You're going to love our conversation. And I'm so excited to dive in. Let's go. So good to be chatting to you today, Matthew. Really, really excited. How are you doing? Hi, I'm so excited to do this. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. Me too. Me too. So we met when you invited me to be a guest speaker at the Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media Festival happening in a few weeks. We're going to be talking about it, I'm sure. It was such a great feeling to get your email. It was sort of fun and bubbly and positive. And there's so much about Jewish brands and Jewish stuff sometimes that that it isn't that kind of freshness and fun and modernity. And Tell me what, you know, first of all about, about the festival and what, what drew you to, towards being the program director at the festival. What a great job. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's wild. You know, I started off as an assistant and then I went and became a manager and now I'm the program director. So oh, it's really, yeah, the, the trajectory of it all is just like amazing. Yeah. It, it's wild. I mean, you know, yeah, the Philadelphia Jewish New Media Festival, it's It's very different. You know, I think this is the second time we're doing it. We first did it in December, (laughs) weird timing, December 2019, right before, you know, the world changed. And we added media to our name, Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media, because, you know, it is so essential, digital storytelling. I think a lot of people forget how prevalent that is just in everyday culture, you know? Yeah. People say that, you know, COVID kind of, 
gave it a big boost and it really kind of grew after that. But it did, definitely. I mean, everyone has a podcast now. Everyone's on TikTok. Everyone's doing everything now. But I think even beforehand, though, it was it was around, you know, it, and it's been around for so long. And I think digital storytelling on any platform, you know, people, they use it to be silly and be comedic, but they also use it to tell really funny good stories and really important stories and really vital stories that, you know, get to to kind of like say something about society or whatever topic or theme that they're talking about. So yeah, and I think it's, it's, in a, a, it's in a really yeah. palatable way as well, because sometimes on some of the bigger topics are the harder topics. You don't want to necessarily spend hours reading a book or even longer than 90 seconds sometimes. And exactly. it's really compelling with new media digital storytelling how how we can absorb and learn and be educated in this new way but it's yeah. so cool that you're doing it around Jewish storytelling so yeah, it was a it's... natural progression from the from the film festival into the new media is that what sort of came about yeah I mean because you know we love movies of course you know we're always going to have a film festival film is like so essential I mean I'm a like a diehard movie buff so you know I'll get into how I how I got into the organization but but yeah, you know, new media, we just, that that is why we wanted to definitely add that to the name and, and then, you know, have a whole festival dedicated to it because they are everywhere. You know, yeah. these, these storytellers, these up and coming digital content creators and these already well-known content creators, you know, they're, what they're doing and, you know, the Jewish ones too. I mean, like there are just so many, if you honestly go on Apple Podcasts or or TikTok or Instagram and just type in Jewish. I mean, there are so many content creators yeah. out there and and we just want to celebrate them. So, you know, yeah. the the purpose of the Jewish New Media Festival is to really just have them come to to the the city of brotherly love and, you know, introduce our audiences to them, show them what, you know, the content creators do and how, you know, important what they're doing is and it's going to be so much fun. I mean, of course, we're so, so excited. We're so excited about this one, especially. I mean, yeah, I'm horrible at math. How many? Yeah, four years now will be. It will be until uh, our our previous one, and we have you coming. We have Kosha Dills coming, Woo! which is going to be so exciting. <laughs> Kosha Dills, Kosha Dills is the man. We have the world's leading Jewish podcast, Unorthodox, coming. And that's also all going to take place at the Weitzman National Museum of American Jewish History, which oh, is just fabulous. this amazing, huge museum. Yeah, if you're ever in Philly and you just want to go there, I, I highly recommend it. It is absolutely amazing. So, yeah, and I'm, I'm so excited amazing. to be part of it. And, you know, I'm coming to Philly. I haven't been to Philly since. Wait a second. Have I? No, do you know what? I haven't been this decade. I was oh, last there in God. the late 90s and I had a blast. So I cannot oh, wait. I will be there on with Kosher Dills and Unorthodox on the same day on Sunday, the 21st of May, I believe. I, I, I'm pretty, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Sunday, the 21st of May. <laughs> it's the 21st, and, yeah. And, you know, we have a huge audience in New York and surrounding areas. So, you know, it's a really easy fun trip from New York if you're wanting to come and meet us and had just what what can people expect if they come on that Sunday a lot of fun just a lot of <laughs> yes. fun yeah yes we need it we, we need, need it. it we need it it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna uh, and I know that answer is a little like oh like what, what does that mean fun well no yeah. it's it's <laughs> it's gonna be May it's gonna be at the museum that Sunday is gonna just be a totally epic day and we just want everyone to come and get to meet you and get to meet, you know, Rami, Kosha, Rami's his name, Kosha Dills and getting to meet the Unorthodox podcast. It, it's a day that is really celebrating digital content creation. Now, now that word might sound like, what the heck does that mean to, to some people? And, and I think some people, they may think, is it really that important? You know, and, and I think the other thing is people might think, I don't like it. You know, I don't like all the, the increase in TikTok users and Instagram users and all of that. And, you know, of course, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I, I think, though, that this day is really going to be a celebration that I'm trying to think of. I keep saying celebration. But I can't think of any other but word. I, I mean, it's like a celebration <laughs> of, of impact. Because like, Of impact, impact. Without yeah. TikTok and podcasting and, and all the wonderful tools on Instagram, whatever, we cannot reach so many exactly. people. And it's it's such a, there's so much creativity attached to it as well, being a content creator. And I just think 
It is a wonderful thing to celebrate and to be able to see and be together in the same room post-COVID live, the energy mm. is going to be buzzing. Yeah. I'm just so excited. We, we we are like, I'm like just talking about it. I get like, I like shake. I'm just like, yeah, I, I really, <laughs> right now, you know, as we're recording this, we're currently in the last week of our spring film festival. So I'm already in like festival mood and, and I just, I'm feeling it again, you know, I just, just thinking about this is going to be really, really exciting. So yeah, I, I really, I recommend everyone definitely come and, and check it out and uh, yeah, and Karen, I mean, we just cannot wait to see you. Your Jewish Joy Journal, I keep telling you in emails that it's like on my desk and it's just so beautiful. Like every oh. time I walk by, it's like luminous, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's been, beautiful. Yeah, the reaction has been amazing. And and also inspired by my work online, my community, my Smashing Life community, which is now on an app, which is really, really cool. And What's really exciting is the session I'm doing is all about Jewish pride through the digital lens, but it all connects the dots. And, you know, I just did something yesterday for the combat anti-Semitism movement. Did you see it? I, I saw that on your Instagram. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, you, you did you know, something about that. I sadly received death threats through being oh, a content Jesus. creator and things like that. But you know what? It just makes me want to... Go bigger, do more, shout yeah. louder, shine the light brighter. And I really am going to be emanating all that at my session and throughout the whole day, you know, how to not fight anti-Semitism because we're not in a fight, but it's just, you know, overcome it with Jewish joy, with Jewish pride. And I, I think like you said, like the energy at the festival is going to be so it's going to fuel people for exactly decades <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's so important what you just said you know because with anti-semitism like i feel like there are so many people who who don't like jews and who make these horrible horrible you know tweets or whatever what they want they want jewish people to hide and go yes. like okay i'm not going to do that anymore and yes you know what like whenever i see that it always makes me want to go like heck no i'm gonna go out there and show my jewish judaism and 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 be proud about it you know and i yeah and i think that's what's going to be really special about this day is that you know it is it's everyone coming together and just going just screw anyone who is like that, you know totally, <laughs> totally it's like we're here we're not going anywhere you know we've survived <laughs> we've survived so much throughout the centuries and like the fact that you still think it's okay to act that way. I mean, it's just like, okay, we're, we're coming back bigger then, you know, exactly. I mean, we're, you're not going to intimidate us. And if anyone's listening ever felt that they've been made to feel that they need to diminish their Jewishness for whatever reason, I would love if there's any way you, you can make it to festival. I would so love to meet you in person. I know people listening are going to be wanting to know how to get tickets. So I might as well share the web or, or yeah, it, it's Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah phillyjfm.org which mm -hmm. we'll put the link in the show notes as well so you can just link straight through to get tickets i just think we need it matt don't we we I need know, to be in person talking about these things and you know it's going to be very interactive as well i know this is something you really emphasized to me talk to me about that that how you wanted it the whole festival to be super interactive with the audience oh yeah well, well you know we we want people who come we really want them to come with excitement of course but you know we want people to be we want the whole thing to be very interactive you know the, these panels that we have they're not just going to be like sit you sit down and the panelist you know gives a presentation and the audience doesn't say anything it's not going to be like a classroom kind no of way. setting <laughs> no 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 we want everyone to honestly come and raise your hand and and if you have something to say if you have a story to say that you know relates to the topic of what of what you're saying or any of our any of our other speakers you know say it we want to yeah. hear what everyone has to say we want to hear as many stories as we can we have so many film screenings where you know the movie will end and even if we don't have a, a person you know in the house people are in the theater still sitting there talking about Aww. you know in that movie that i related to that part because you know in my life this happened and it was Aww. like that and and they'll, they'll literally like leave the theater and they're still talking and i'll hear them like like in the <laughs> lobby still 
people talking mm-hmm. about these stories that that they want to share. So, you know, everyone has a story to share. I think that's the most important yes. thing. And and we want you to really come and honestly just just be honest. Talk about what you'd like and <laughs> hopefully it's positive and and you you like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, it's it's going to be this sort of environment I'm sure where you'll meet people, make friends. I selfishly want to meet anyone who's listening. Come to Philadelphia. <laughs> come to the festival. At the time of recording, tickets haven't gone to sale, so we don't even know how many left, but probably quite a few are going. Jump on the website and and grab a ticket so that it's safe, it's yours, and I can meet you. And tell us about the museum where the festival is being held. Yeah, so the museum is right in the center of Old City. So it's right next to Independence Hall, where the Declaration of Independence was signed. And it's it's so much, I mean, I just love history in general. So yeah, you you literally go to the museum and right next to it is Independence Hall and the Constitution Center. And the Liberty Bell is like right next to it too. <laughs> so it's definitely right in the heart, literally of, of Old City. That's what they call it. And the museum is just colossal. And they have so many incredible exhibits there too on each of the floors. They they go, you know, it's American and literally American Jewish history, like from the beginning of, I think it's from like the 1700s to present day. And like each floor is dedicated to, you know, two centuries or one century and you walk around and it's just absolutely amazing. So Mm. yeah, it's good. And also about tickets too. Tickets are right now they're set to go on sale on, I believe April 21st. Mm -hmm. So for listeners, if you're listening, definitely go to phillyjfm.org and also definitely subscribe to our email list. That's where we send most of our announcements. You can also follow us on Instagram. It's phillyjfm. Instagram or Philly. Yeah, we'll put all the links in the show notes so it's easy to tap through. I, I have an amazing colleague who is always like on time, like getting these posts out for anytime anything goes on sale so as you know that's amazing yeah amazing so tell me about let's talk a little bit about you I'm always very nosy on my podcast because (laughs) I feel like this podcast is a celebration of the sort of diversity of being Jewish like like you said everyone's got a story and I think sometimes being Jewish people think being Jewish is just one thing or Jewish people look like one thing or their background is one thing and I'm really keen on the podcast to show the sort of diverse Jewish voices so I like to get to know my guests because everyone's got a story like you said so tell me about you and your journey to Judaism because I know it's something that's that's come into your life so talk to me about how what how you first became interested in Judaism, what about it appealed to you and, and, and that story. It's, you know, it's so crazy. So, you know, I grew up not religious, you know, my, my dad was a Unitarian Universalist, which I don't know if that's really a religion. And if any unit, <laughs> if any Unitarians are listening and you disagree, I'm very sorry. I, I personally, and I have nothing against it. I don't it. think it's we've great. got Unitarians in okay. our but you never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> really funny quick side story. I remember the first time I went to Israel in New York City, I went to JFK Airport. And, you know, at they asked me what religion I was raised. And I remember telling them, oh, I was, I was kind of raised like Unitarian and they didn't know what it was. And they got really suspicious. <laughs> they pulled me as <laughs> they literally pulled me aside. And I was like, no, it's they not thought it was like, a made up word. <laughs> it's not like a cult or anything. No, 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 no. Unitarians. Uh, when I grew up, it was, it's basically a community where you, uh, people come together and you learn about the different religions. So you learn about Christianity, Judaism, Islam, and Unfortunately, when I was a kid, I was really whiny and I just didn't want to get up on Sunday mornings and and go to church. So I think when I was probably like seven, we we stopped going there. I have vague memories of it. Like I don't remember learning about Judaism or or anything like that. And you know, the town I grew up in, unfortunately, it was very very well, not unfortunately, but you know, it was very very Christian. And I think in my education at school, growing up, I mean, we didn't learn about Judaism. We we didn't. It was always, when I was in elementary school, it was always like Christmas and Easter. You know, it was mm-hmm. always that. And my school wasn't Christian at all, but it was just always yeah, like- That's the mainstream. Christ- yeah. It's the mainstream. Yeah. And it was always like, yeah, Santa Claus. Oh, 
Hanukkah, yes, there's a menorah and you get chocolate. Yeah, there's that too. But um, no, let's talk yeah. about Santa yeah. Claus. Like, yeah. It was always that. And, you know, there what were- What part very... of America wait, 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 did you grow up in? I grew up in Pennsylvania. I grew up in this town. Uh, it's called Media, Pennsylvania. It's, mm -hmm. it's about like 30 to 40 minutes outside of Philadelphia. And it's a beautiful town. But yeah, I, I didn't, there weren't a lot of Jewish people in my school, I remember. And it just wasn't really talked about. And even throughout college too, I just didn't really know a lot about it. You know, I'd have friends who would mention it and they would sometimes say things like, oh, I got to go home for Passover next week. And I'd be like, oh, well, what's that? Like, I didn't, you know, I didn't get, I think Hanukkah was probably the only thing I knew because growing up, that was the only thing that we were sort of taught, but not really. So it really all began when I got the job here at PJFM. So it was 2016. I had just quit this horrible job and I just was looking for a new place to, to work at. And the company was called the Philadelphia Jewish Film Festival. And I immediately, I kind of didn't notice the Jewish. I just saw film <laughs> festival. I just saw film festival and I went, yep, I'm going to apply. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I just, you know, because Philly does have a, a pretty robust film scene. I mean, there's the it's Philadelphia amazing. film festival, oh. which is, which is awesome. They're every October and they're, they're huge. And I've been going to their festival for ages. So I just signed up for that. And I remember, you know, one of my Starting... favorite films of all time is called Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Oh my God. It's so good. <laughs> that soundtrack. As well. Oh my God. Streets of Philadelphia. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. It's so, so good. Oh, yeah. Tragic, anyway. but amazing. Oh yeah. I know. I know. It's, um, what a film. it's, it's a, it's a great movie. Smashing Life is the number one app for Jewish women that I founded and created out of a real need. It's for anything from asking a question about being Jewish in 23 to asking for life advice from folks who are just a bit more removed from situations or simply scrolling through the app, seeing what Jewish women around the world are all going through similar and different experiences. In a time when anti-Semitism is being concealed less and less, it's so comforting to know that we have each other on the app. It's a place to belong. It's a place to have fun. It's a place to be inspired. It's a place to discover, to share, to connect. But let me hand over to Ashley, one of our members, for you to hear about it in her own words. So my favorite thing about being in Smashing Life is that it provides access to a group of friends where it's safe to share things that are good, that are bad, and things that you would never share publicly, like, I just took a pregnancy test and it came back negative. This sucks, everybody commiserate with me, or someone at work just threw me under the bus. You know, people are so supportive and you get to share something positive, like, hey, you know, I just got a promotion at work, but I can't share it yet because it hasn't been announced yet. You can just share everything with each other. Your group of friends cheering you on, supporting you for whatever you need. It's so special. So come join us. Just search for Smashing Life on Google Play or in the Apple App Store. Join the number one community where Jewish women discover, share and connect. There's no labels. There's no judgment. It's just authentic connection, a place to express yourself freely, make new Jewish friends and most importantly, have fun. I'll see you inside Smashing Life. Yeah, so I went to PJFF and you have Okay, PJFM, there's also like a ton of acronyms. PJFM has a long history. The Philadelphia Jewish Film Festival used to be a program of what was used to be known as the Gershman Y. The Gershman Y was a Jewish cultural center, and the Jewish Film Festival was a program of the Y. So when I got the position, I was really just working on the Jewish Film Festival. In 2018, the Jewish Film Festival, the Gershman Y shut down and the film festival branched off and it's now Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media. So there's that story because I know there's like a ton of acronyms that people, <laughs> people to this day. You, you, you've been part of it all and navigated the, the, the changes. And when you joined in 2016, were you very much around all, was it mainly Jews in your workplace aside from you? Was it mixed or like? Actually not. No, it was very yeah. mixed. Yeah. It was very mixed. And I, I really appreciated that too. I, I liked how it wasn't that yes. type of organization. I was like, you must be Jewish. You know, yes. it wasn't. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It well, wasn't my like viewpoint. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, because they, you know, they let me join and, and, uh, you know, my boss at the time was, 
you know, a, a, a Jewish Ukrainian woman and, but she wasn't really practicing, but she said, but it's okay. Like I, yeah. I still love my Judaism. I'm just not, you know, I'll do Christmas. I'll go to like a Seder every now and again, but no, I don't really go to the synagogue that much, but mm-hmm. it's all good. But I, I joined that and, you know, we would show all these movies and, and they were amazing movies, but there were so many parts in it that I just didn't get like, yes. and I would yes. show them, we would show these movies to a crowded audience and they would like laugh at like some of the, the <laughs> Jewish words and the Yiddish yeah. words. And I would just be in the corner like, yeah, I don't really, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I get it. But I, I, you know, this, honestly, this went on for two years. It was really just a job. It was just like, yeah, it's the Jewish, I work for the Jewish film festival. I'm not Jewish, but you know, whatever. I, I think it, things really changed in 2018 when, 2018 was just a real wake up call for me because it all started, I think, in 2018 when a lot of my friends kept moving away. I got really lonely in 2018, 2018, and, you know, even in 2017 as well. But I think 2018 was kind of a bad year in that I was just, I was in the the dump. I mean, I was just really down. I was really depressed and I kind of in my head could not understand what was going on. I mean, I used to write in my journal, like, something's missing, you know, something is just missing in my life. I don't know what it is, but I just, you know, I knew that I know that friends move away and your family changes and all of that. But, but yeah, I mean, there was, I think, and the more I thought about that, the more I've really realized that I think throughout my whole life, there there has always been a lack of, of community per se, because, You know, yeah, you know, my, my, my dad is American, but we, and I'll, I'll get to my dad's side of the story in in, in a moment, but you know, my dad's American. We weren't very close with his family and my mom is British, very close with her family. But, you know, growing up, it was, it was difficult because they lived in the UK. So it wasn't like every Saturday night I could go to nanny's house, you know, it wasn't, it it was, it would get hard, you know, and yes. I, we would visit them once a year, but that's not enough. I mean, yes. it's your family. You want to visit them all the time. So yeah. I think, you know, 2018, it was crazy. I think 2018 was probably the first year at my job where I actually really started to study the movies that we were showing, you know, like I really started to watch them and like actually like take notes on like the customs that were being presented in the movie. And then I started kind of to study like the holidays more and and the blessings and kind of be like, okay, so on Shabbat, you say that before that and you, a kippah, why do you wear a kippah? Uh, okay, you do that. And you know what? It's so crazy. The more I, I studied all of this, the more like excited I got, you know, it's kind of like that, that hole that was in my heart, it just started to fill up. And I just, I remember I just started taking copious notes and was just like, yeah, I like this. I like this. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's hard to explain because I think it's, it's like something in me had been wanting that for so long, you know, and yeah. I think it only took me getting really sad and lonely and depressed that one year to for it all to happen. And then even, I mean, this is just the universe just really, you know, this is Hashem, like really telling me something. I remember I was getting all, I was getting really into this. I was really getting into Judaism and I was home one day and my dad said to me, you know, son, you're actually like part Jewish on my side. And I went, what? And he went, yeah. So, you know, he said, yes. And so, you know, my grandfather was actually Jewish and I like hit the floor. I was like, why didn't you tell me? I was was, like, so amazed and excited. And and, and he showed me all of these old uh, letters and writings that my grandfather used to do. And I basically found out that my paternal great-grandfather, uh, he was a Jew. He His family fled Eastern Europe, uh, you know, to escape the pogroms and everything. They came to the U.S. And unfortunately, this one town that they moved into, it was taboo to be Jewish. It was just very, very taboo. Yeah. And yeah. they basically just stopped practicing it. They just oh, sort of said, we're not going to do it anymore. Oh. I know it's heartbreaking. It and is then, heartbreaking. So and you, sad. You think about so many other people too that probably did that. They yes. go, they went to town, and and if if you know, I I remember one specific. I think it was a letter my my grandfather wrote um, about his dad, where he said, "In this town, if you were you know black or Jewish or gay, it just was kind of like 
outlawed in a way, you know, like you just weren't really welcome in, in, in town. So it's heartbreaking, but, you know, basically wow. the Judaism cut off in my family, like, because my grandfather, he wasn't close with his dad. And then his dad passed away when he was only like 40. Mm. And my grandfather, it turns out, you know, he wasn't raised Jewish. He technically was Jewish because his dad was, but he got, he was also just like me. He was, he was really into Judaism and he actually went to Israel in 1950 under like this alias, like with the government, he actually went in 1950 to try to ease relations between the Jews and the Arabs because it was it was two years after the war and he was into it too so it's kind of like but and also I I just can't help thinking that you know this story this heartbreaking story about how your was it your great-grandfather had to hide completely and stop almost practicing down to your generation where you are having this massive impact in your career and you've now officially converted as well it yeah. is such an amazing I don't know how you what the word is but that full circle the full circle is is the right word I think yeah but it's, not only have you converted you're even yeah. like for your work you are spreading you know Jewish education Jewish entertainment yeah. Jewish impact amazing I honestly like I wake up some days and I I just I I go where was I like five years ago from now? You know, it's weird. It's it's like there's no real way to explain it. I think all these things just kept happening and it kept making me want to appreciate Judaism more. And there was just something it's like, it's you know, because like family is blood, you know, you just I remember hearing that about my great grandfather and then my grandfather being into Judaism and it just all clicked. It, it's like it was like a light bulb. I just went, oh, my God. Yeah. And I so studied you, it more. Yeah, when did you go from just having this being pulled to it and this interest, this connection, and these realizations to actually making that because it's a big decision to it was convert. yeah. It's kind of a cliche story because I feel like a lot of people who have converted they, they they may say the same thing. But I went to Israel in 2019 for the first time ever. I got to go with this amazing group here in Philly. It's called the Hevra and they're they're kind of like birthright, but a little different. And I remember what's the name? Because maybe we'll link to it. Oh absolutely. It's called the the Hevra. Oh, Hevra. To say it. Yeah. Hevra, which is yeah. like um yes it's, it means kind of friendship group, your friendship group yeah. kind of thing. And they were amazing because I remember talking with them and I was like, look, guys, I'm, I wasn't raised Jewish. I'm really considering converting. I really want to learn more about Judaism can I tag along? Can I go to Israel with everyone? And they were so sweet. They just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come, come, come. And I went and going to Israel, like I I, I always tell this to people, you don't have to be religious to go to Israel and not be affected by it. Like to walk into, to walk the streets of Jerusalem, it is like stepping back in time. It is like you walk there and your whole body just go, it's like you just, yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. And I think, you know, I was there for two weeks, I think. And getting to just explore Judaism, it brought me so much closer to this, this, again, that, that hole in my heart, you know, that I was saying earlier, it really, that kind of was it for me. That was when I went, that's it. I just, I love this. I fell in love with it. I made so many amazing friends on the trip and, and what I, I came back and there's this amazing, it's the oldest Ashkenazic synagogue, actually, in the U.S. It's called Congregation Road of Shalom here in Philadelphia. And they're a reform synagogue. And I I, I spoke with the rabbi there and, and I told him my story. And and then it just, it commenced. My, I take my hat off to you because you did a lot of, you know, you can say it's Bashet and cliche and whatever else but you did a lot of action taking you know yeah. you may found out about this trip to Israel you went on the trip you decided to get out of this deep dark place you're in you know th- that's inspiring <laughs> it, it is well yeah it is and I think the important thing to remember too is that I'm just naturally a very impulsive but guy like if there's something I like I, I want it but you know when you want to convert to Judaism though you you, you got <laughs> You got to wait a second. You got to yeah. really go, okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. You know, you can love Jewish things and Jewish movies and, you know, Hanukkah or whatever, but but do you really, really want this? And I had to really kind of, there were a few mo- times where I had to go, wait, 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 Matt, like, am I, maybe I'm I'm rushing into this. Maybe I I, I, I should just take a pause and, and 
that did happen. I mean, that happened honestly when I, when I started converting. I you know when you convert to you have to take classes with with uh, a rabbi and and you you learn everything about Judaism. But this took place you know at the start of 2020 and <sighs> COVID hit and all the classes became virtual and <sighs> you know. Passover. I'd only been to one Seder. I was so excited for my next Seder and Passover hit and everyone oh. was doing it virtual virtually. Oh, and, you know, and my family's not Jewish and they oh. were so sweet. They were like, well, can we have a Passover? And I was like, oh. I was like, it, it's, it's complicated no. though. It's not like just a dinner. Like you have all these things. And you also have to such do. a big part of being Jewish is the connection, the community, exactly. the togetherness, the, the, the festivals. Wow. So that's interesting. Yeah. So you had to go through it. Virtually. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we had to do all of that, but but that was that was a moment though where I remember I had a little bit of doubt. I remember going, "I'm so depressed right now. The stupid pandemic's ruining everything, and it's kind of making me like not." For there was a moment where I kind of almost stepped away from Judaism. I, I think at yeah. that, that point, yeah. I think because I was so down. Yes, I went. Is this even worth it? Is this even worth it? I mean, like. <laughs> it's the like, universe giving me a sign, you know, that maybe this isn't worth it. Oh, I heard this quote once or maybe someone and they said, they said like, it's not quite right because you can be Jewish on your own, but it was something like you can't, I have to get the proper quote. I think it's in an Anita Diamant book, but it's about, you know, being Jewish is part, it's integral to being connected to, to others yeah. in so many ways. So I'm not surprised that you had those doubts because it must yeah. be. Because it's like the polar opposite to be to be stuck in a room when you're trying to convert to Judaism. It's like Judaism is all about community. That's what I was looking for. So yes, yeah. I I had my doubts, but you know, I really I studied really hard and I did all these things. I didn't just rush into it. I mean, I really I I took a lot of leaps. I, I I there were some obstacles in the way. And I really, I think, you know, for anyone listening, who's thinking about converting or ever has doubts, you know, my message is, is always just don't give up on it, you know? And if, you know, something comes up, whatever it is, a pandemic or, or, you know, you lose faith in something, I don't know. You just, you know, it, it's okay to pause and think about it and reflect on it, but it's never good to just give up. You know, you really have to think about it and then understand that you know judaism it, it it can save you i mean it really can the more yeah. that you stick with it and the more that you study it and the more events you go to and the community you meet it it, it really can be your <laughs> your salvation that sounds so hokey but you so, know it's so, it is yeah. Though, yeah so what is your now in 2023 that was obviously 2020 when when you were felt isolated during your conversion mm -hmm. what does your jewish community look like now does it is it where you want it to be? Are you still yeah. looking for your people? You know, it's some, a lot of us feel sometimes it's really hard to find that Jewish community where you really fit in and you feel, you know, whether yeah. it's a synagogue you can't quite find or a friendship circle or whatever, like have, have, have you found your Jewish community? I, I have and I haven't, you know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, uh, we could all, we could all say, we can all say that. Yeah. We can all say that. Look, I've, I've been to events where, I've told people, okay, I've been to events where, you know, I can just tell that I'm the only converted Jew in the room. You know, mm -hmm. I can tell because there's always, you know, a group of friends who, you know, know Hebrew by heart and are just, you know, they, they've been raised from the very beginning and, and they're very, they're so sweet. And they're always like, hi, Matt, you know, come in. But there is always that feeling of, oh, I don't, I, I'm just not there yet. You know, I'm not on that level yet. But on the other hand, you you meet so many people though that are just like just like me who aren't necessarily converted, but they may be a little secular. They may be sure. they may have been raised Jewish, but they don't know everything that well. And they love going to these events and they love learning things. And it, it's a mix, you know, it really is a mix. And and there there have been moments, you know, I have to admit, where Again, going back to like me doubting if I should do it or not. I mean, I remember when I went to Israel, I was having the time of my life. I was so happy. And, you know, we went to this one place on Shabbat and there was this rabbi there, very nice guy. And I went up to him and I was like, hi, like, I'm, I just love this. And, and, and I, I think I'm, I'm converting, like I'm thinking of converting. And he had the biggest smile on his face and he went, that's great. That's great. And then he went, is your mom Jewish? And mm. I went, 
no, it's it's technically on my dad's side. And his face, he just kind of went, oh, yeah. oh, okay, well, good for you. And I could just tell in his face, he, I could tell in his eyes, he was going, that doesn't count. Like, that just yeah. doesn't count. And I remember in that moment getting a little upset. I, but, of course you would. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, one of the things that I'm trying to do with, with my communities, I have my Smashing Life community, and which is a sort of paid membership. And then obviously... I have my Instagram and my podcast and everything. And I am on a mission for sort of creating inclusive space, Jewish spaces. Yeah. Cause I think there is too much judgment on, you know, how people are living their Jewish life, what they were born, what they were not born, you know, this and that. And, that. and actually the only person that able to judge us is Hashem. We're not, we're not exactly. supposed to be judging each other. We're just meant to be putting yeah. good as Jews, putting goodness into the world and 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 that's just, that's it you know and it's yeah. it's something that's affected me also growing up that sort of judgy judgment jewish yeah. and i've i've really trying to to stand for inclusivity and no judge all my platforms all my communities there's no judgment zones first of all i don't call converts converts you know you're as jewish as in exactly, my eyes matt yeah. you're as jewish as me but oh. what can what can we do to better um embrace people who have converted you know like what situations have you been in where you, where where you wish you could maybe give some tips to some of the people that didn't make you feel welcome uh, well you know that yeah that's a tricky question because you know i remember when that rabbi said that to me i wasn't like gutted or anything but i remember mm -hmm. going to a friend of mine and telling him that and he kind of just patted me on the shoulder and he just said don't worry about it he he i remember him saying there are a lot of Jewish people that you're going to meet that are very traditional and it's a shame because some of them may be judgmental in a way, you know, when they're, when maybe they don't mean to be. And I spoke with my rabbi too about it. And he said the exact same thing. He said, look, yeah, you know, it, it's not, it's not just Judaism too. It's any religion. You're going to yeah. meet some people that are going to have their own opinions about things. And, you know, all you can do is just go, okay, that's your opinion. Yeah. You know, um, I think it. I think it comes from that human need to be right. You know, yeah. And actually, it's our job to to view every Jew as a family member. Every human is created in the image of God, and we, you know, we should instead of thinking that we're right, we should think what can we learn from this person and open our minds. Exactly. And again, leave judgment <clears throat> to the Almighty. Leave it. Yeah, it's not for yeah. us. And yeah, that's something that 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 I'm trying to to well, admit. Yeah. And, and like to answer your question too about like what what can we do to make it yes so that you don't feel like you're being judged i mean if anyone listening feels like they've been judged for being jewish it's kind of like what i said earlier you know go out there and make your judaism loud and yeah you know that. that's that. what you have to do if if someone says god forbid if someone says something anti-semitic but also if someone maybe looks at you funny or, or, or says, nah, you don't, you don't look Jewish. Like, I don't know if you really belong. You honestly, and I know it can be hard, but you, you just, you, you can't let it get to you. You really just have to go, Ugh, okay. Yes. Like, okay. Yeah. But I am Jewish. Um, I'm Jewish in my own way. You know, this is the way I celebrate my Judaism. And if you don't agree with it, then it's your opinion. It's, you know, but I love it, that. Yeah. yeah, it's your opinion, yeah. but you know, this is me though. This th yes. this is me. And yeah, I love that. I think it's great. I think you, you also like you have to remember too. I mean, you look at history, there are so many people that people don't know converted to Judaism. Like Elizabeth Taylor converted to Judaism, not because she was getting married to a Jewish person, but because no, she just loved it and she cared about Jews and she cared about Israel and she did it, you know, Sammy Davis Jr. did it as well. I mean, it's so people who convert or, or people who who may judge people who may be judged because they, they feel like they don't belong. You know, my advice is to honestly just say, screw it, you know, just yes. go out there and just wave your I'm Jewish flag out there and just go, I am Jewish. All right. You're not going to be Jewish tell me in anyway. my own way as well. Exactly. Like, there isn't a right way to be Jewish. There isn't a right path to being Jewish. There isn't a right version of being Jewish. And that is the beauty of, of, of yeah. Judaism. It's diverse and yeah, celebrate yourself. I love that. 
Matt, we're going to dive. We have been chatting away for ages. Oh. I can't get over the time. We're going to dive into our quick fire round. Are you ready for this? Yes, I am. Uh, I took notes about this too, so I'm I'm prepared. Well, you know, well, I may have sent you some of the questions, but I certainly didn't send you all of them. So, <laughs> oh no, you're oh, going to be yeah. So you can answer me like with one word, one sentence, or a whole story. It's up to you. What is your favorite Jewish tradition? Oh. Shabbat. I just love Shabbat. I love lighting those candles. Every time I light those candles, even if I'm by myself in my tiny apartment, I always am just like, ah, it's like a yeah. huge sigh that of relief. It's like isn't it? yeah. separator from work. You know, it's like me entering the world of relaxation and peace and just I nothing. It, it's my favorite thing. I love it. I always so look forward to it. I love that. Yeah. What is your favorite Jewish food? Do you have one? Kasha. Kasha Varnishkas is my favorite. <laughs> I, I make that all the time and it is so simple to make. And oh yeah, it's probably my favorite. I love a lot of Sephardic food too, but I think Kasha Varnishkas is probably my favorite. Jerusalem or Tel Aviv? <laughs> oh, that's hard. Oh man. <laughs> I'm going to go Tel Aviv just because I love cities. I'm a city guy. So I think I have to pick Tel Aviv, but I absolutely love Jerusalem as well, though. Oh, this is going to be even trickier. You ready? I'm asking you to choose from your from your children. Jewish new media or Jewish film? Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Karen, you're killing me here. Okay. Well, I have to pick Jewish film just because I'm naturally a, a movie buff. So, so yeah, Jewish film. Uh, the celebrity you would most want to have at the Jewish New Media Festival or Jewish Film Festival? You. <laughs> oh, I knew that um, was coming. I, I know. I had to say that. <laughs> oh, my goodness me. I would love to get Chelsea Handler to come. Chelsea really? Handler. Yeah, Chelsea Handler's Jewish. I don't think she's a practicing uh, Jew, but but she she talks about it a lot, and she has this hilarious podcast. And you know, Chelsea Handler, she's this huge. Sure. She's like my idol. So, if she could come, I would be. I would. I would die a, a very happy man. Yeah, you know, just well, to have her it's on come. The cards. You're an action taker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and finally, if you could have Friday night dinner with any three Jewish people, dead or alive, who would it be, and why? Okay, so I have three. I have Jenny Slate, the actress, comedian Jenny Slate. She's like my favorite person on the planet. She's so funny. Stephen Sondheim. Yes, and, my dad's yeah. obsessed with Stephen Sondheim. Oh my God, the best, the best. Rest in peace too. Yeah, yeah. and the Marx, the Marx brothers, Groucho, Harpo, Chico, Zeppo. Oh, I think you got that full for the price. I of got, <laughs> I got. Yeah, I mean the Marx brothers. You have to have them together. But that having a Shabbat <laughs> dinner with them, I think it would be the best because Jenny and the Marx brothers are just hilarious. And then Stephen Sondheim, you know, the master of <sighs> of everything of everything musical. So. At that Shabbat, you could laugh and you could sing and it would be such an amazing epic night. So, yeah, Aww. that's like my dream. You know what? You've just given me an idea, actually, because I know that Stephen Sondheim is one of my dad's idols and I'm going to interview my dad on the podcast. I was thinking, oh, really? Like and so, yeah, I'm going to have him on. I haven't I wanted to have my parents on when I started the, I started the podcast in summer of 21 and then very sadly my mom died october 21 oh, i'm sorry i could have her on the podcast and then i'm like i kind of forgot about the idea of having my parents on podcast. and now you've just inspired me yes i'm gonna make a date with my dad <laughs> to be on the podcast because he's a really interesting guy and uh, oh that's thank amazing you. <laughs> oh it's my pleasure <laughs> oh matt you've been such a fun guest i'm sure everybody wants to come to the philly new media festival not only for me now but also to meet you yeah so let's just remind them where they can get tickets because we really want to meet you there we really oh. there's nothing like in person this has been so wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Karen, for having me. For anyone interested, just go to phillyjfm.org. Uh, you can also just Google Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media and we'll yeah. show up there. Definitely follow us on <laughs> Facebook. Oh, and we're on TikTok too. I totally forgot about that. We have this hilarious actress slash comedian who who handles our our TikTok. And on Instagram and TikTok, our handle is phillyjfm. 
And yeah, just definitely follow us there. Uh, definitely stay tuned for April. We're going to be posting a lot more. I know with past. Well, this is great. Up. This is going out on the 2nd of May. So by the oh, time it goes out, the oh, tickets yes. will be live and kicking. Tickets will be, I f keep forgetting that. Yeah, tickets are going to be on sale now. Yeah, they will. Yes, exactly. They I'm will saying, be. hurry, hurry, hurry. The, the past tense. Oh my God, Karen. Yeah, the past. It's also like the COVID thing, like the, the timing. I'm still like not used to, to, I don't even know what year it is right now. <laughs> Tickets are on sale. Yes, Philly, Philly. Okay, basically pretend every, forget yeah. everything I just said. Phillyjfm.org. You can get tickets on there and definitely follow us on, yeah, social media, uh, phillyjfm on Instagram and TikTok and Philadelphia Jewish Film and Media on Facebook. And yeah, we hope to see you all there. It's going to be a blast. And well, we're so excited to see you, Karen, honestly. I cannot wait, literally. I'm counting down the days. So Matt, thank you so much. You've been such a great guest and I can't thank wait you. to see you soon. Woo! <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Karen. If this episode inspired you in some way, I'd love you to take a screenshot of you listening on your device and post it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Your Jewish Life. I'd love to be Instagram friends. I'd also be thrilled if you wanted to share this episode with anyone you know who might benefit from it and subscribe so you don't miss an episode as well. If you want to do another mitzvah, if you leave a review, that would be amazing because that way more people get to know about the podcast. We can spread our wonderful Jewish joy all over. So that would be fabulous if you wanted to leave me a review. Just before I go, I've got a little gift for you. I'm going to put a big Jewish joy smile on your face and it is my personal ultimate Jewish joy Spotify playlist. It's 50 uplifting Jewish joy songs that are perfect for dancing around the living room or blasting out in the car, just immersing yourself in Jewish joy. It's the best Jewish music and Israeli music covering all kinds of genres and styles and it is so uplifting and so fun. It's guaranteed joy whether you're Jewish Jewish or becoming Jewish, I think you're gonna love it. So just head to yourjewishlife.co slash playlist to grab it. That's yourjewishlife.co slash playlist. You can grab the Spotify playlist and you can be dancing around your living room in a matter of minutes. So off you go. I will see you back here for the next episode.